You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulullahi amma ba'd. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani r-rajim. Bismillahi r-Rahman r-Rahim. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم honorable ulama respected elders brothers mothers sisters beloved youth the esteemed listeners of radio ansar international and the listeners of sirius fm and marqa sahaba the voice of ahlussunnah wal jamaah السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved Master and Leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم. الحمد لله رب العالمين. Tonight here in South Africa. It is the first of Jumad al-Akhirah, 1445, and we know it's only three months left now for the Mubarak blessed month of Ramadan. Our topic today, I will break it up into different sections, so it will make it easy for you to understand what really is unfolding and happening in Palestine, Gaza, and all the related issues, inshallah. Tonight is Laylatul Jumu'ah Fikri, so what should we do tonight? Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam commanded us, Aksiru minas salati alayya yawm al-Jumu'ah, read abundant salawat durood sharif upon me on the night of Friday and the day of Friday. It's authentic hadith in Ibn Majah. From a very young age we heard the term durood. What is the meaning of durood? Durood is a Farsi Persian word. It means a bumper crop, a bumper harvest. So when a person has a farm and a bumper harvest and crop, you are going to make and obtain maximum profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, in minimum time. So when we read Salawat upon Nabiul Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, inshallah we will reap the maximum benefit here in this world and in the year after as well. Similarly, Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us, Man qara'a surat al-kahfi laylat al-jumu'ah, adha'a lahu min al-nur ma baynahu wa bayn al-bayt al-atiq. Whosoever recites surat al-kahf tonight, anytime at night, so after isha also is fine, then wherever you are, from there, right to the baytullah ta'ba musharrafah, Allah jalla wala will bless you with nur, radiance and effulgence, the hadith is authentic, Rawahu Dharimi, the hadith in Dharimi. And you read tomorrow, mashallah, and you all know the problem we say facing in South Africa. DC, direct current, AC, alternate current, A and C, and no current. You all know the load sharing story better than me. So see what the hadith is teaching us. Authentic hadith in Sunan Nasai. Man qara'a surat al-kahf yawm al-jumu'ah. أَضَاءَ لَهُ مِنَ النُّورِ مَا بَيْنَ الْجُمُعَتَيْنِ Whosoever recites Surah Kaab during the day, tonight, tomorrow, before sunset, Allah Jalla Wala will bless that person with nur, 
radiance and effulgence from one Friday right till the next Friday. And the last virtue, there are many, but I'll just mention the last one, the Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. We all know that death is inevitable. Every one of us know one day we have to leave this world. So what did he, Habibuna Mustafa, Rasulullah, teach us? من توفاه الله يوم الجمعة أو ليلتها وفاه الله من فتنة القبر Whosoever all met Allah give death you must remember on the night of Friday or the day of Friday with Iman and Islam that's the prerequisite Allah Jalla Wala will protect that person from the torment and punishment chastisement of the grave right till the day of Qiyamah the day of justice so tonight also now after Isha, wherever we are listening, raise your hands, make dua, Tawafani Muslima, Walhitni Bisalihim, chapter 12, Surah Yusuf, verse 101. Oh all may Allah let me pass away with the Iman in Islam on a Friday and unite me with the devout and pious servants and people, O beloved Allah. The first part of tonight's talk is the Qur'an Sharif and the Yehud. What does the Qur'an teach us about the Jews? I'm not speaking of Zionists, we're speaking of Jews. So all that Allah tells us about them, the Judas, the Jews, and all Allah vis-a-vis all Allah. All Allah instructed them, commanded them, spent in the path of Allah, what they said. وَقَالَتِ الْيَهُودُ يَدُ اللَّهِ مَغُلْهُولًا The Jews said, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, Allah Ta'ala's hands are fastened. Meaning Allah has become stingy. All that Allah says, وُلَّتْ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَلُعِنُوا بِمَا قَالُوا Allah has fastened their hands, made them stingy, and Allah has cursed them whatever they uttered and pronounced. As some of you may know Afrikaans, I know majority don't speak Afrikaans. Till today in Afrikaans we have this expression, You are so stingy, just like a Jew. It derived from this verse of the Noble Quran. Take like the Jews vis-a-vis the prophets and messengers, chapter 2, verses 87 and 88. What all Allah says regarding them, فَرِيقًا تَذْلَبَتُمْ وَفَرِيقًا تَبْتُلُونَ One group of the messengers and prophets you have rejected. They rejected Nabi Isa a.s. They rejected Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah a.s. One group of them you martyred and you murdered them. Who martyred and murdered Nabi Zakaria a.s. Zakarias. I will use English terms. We have many non-Muslim listeners also. With the heart and mercy of Almighty Allah. Nabi Yahya John the Baptist, whom who murdered and martyred the Jews. So we must be clear on these issues. When they were told, what are you doing? See that if I open the tap, right, and now you put the cup in the glass facing the right direction, the cup the glass will get full. But if you turn it upside down, you must remember like this, the cup, then nothing will get full. So this is what the Judas did, and this is what the Jews did. What they said, they told Allah, they telling, telling him, Almighty Allah and the Prophets, They said on our hearts, there is a hilaf, 
You know what the hilaf, there's a covering, there's a curtain, there's a veil. Allah Jalla Wala states, Nay, chapter 2, verses 87, verse 88. Nay, Balla'anahumu Allahu Bikufrihim. Allah has cursed you because of your blasphemy, because you murdered and rejected the prophets and messengers. If you know the Arabic language, even the rudiments and the basics, Qaleel means few and ma few ulama students, ma ibhamiya litaqidil qilla. Extremely, extremely few Jews will embrace Islam now and in the future. And that's what you see also. So remember that they are the ones that they said regarding Jesus, Nabi Isa salam, He is Allah for that, Allah for that. They said Ibn Zaniya is the son of a Alot and so forth. A loose lady, Allah for that. Nabi sallallahu they rejected. So that is how Allah curses them several places in the Noble so we told you, Jews, all Allah, Jews, Anbiya, Prophets and Messengers, Jews, Divine Books and Scriptures, Yuharrifun al-Kalima al-Mawazimihi, all Allah, Jalla Wala, gave them a Divine Scripture, a Divine Book, the Torah, and what they did and their rabbis did, Yuharrifun al-Kalima al-Mawazimihi, they corrupted the text and they corrupted the message and the meaning as well. So they committed tahrif. Tahrif means to change and to bring amendments to the divine scripture and book. Because Quran said states regarding all the previous books and scriptures, they must put fidu alay, all like Allah entrusted them, that they, their rabbis, their clergy, their priests, they must be the one to preserve it and protect it. This is the distinction and unique feature and characteristic of the Quran Sharif only. Chapter 15, verse number 9. Inna nahnazzalna zikra wa inna lahu lahafidun. We surely, we, we reveal this reminder, peace, me gradually. And surely we will be the only one that we will remember this, that we will be the protectors deserving it. No addition, no omission. You heard Hafiz Dr. Umar reading now. You heard his brother, mashallah, Mulana, Uwais, mashallah, reading. He just got married. He's shining also, mashallah. So I wish him well. And Mulana Abdul Aziz is very happy that his two sons are now there. So, mashallah, we say, honey and lakum, we salute all of you, mashallah. That for me is an honor because all three of mine are connected to me, mashallah. So Allah Ta'ala reward them, mashallah. So that are the Jews regarding the books and the scriptures. Go further. When they were told to believe in their prophets and messengers, what did they do? They said, Jibreel alayhi salam, we hate him and detest him. Mikhail alayhi salam, we love him. Almighty Allah says, Mandana adu Jibreel. If you hate one angel, it's ten amount to hating all. You reject one Nabi and prophet and messenger, it's ten amount to rejecting all the Ambiya prophets and messengers. You reject one verse of the Noble Quran, it is akin to you rejecting all the verses. So Almighty Allah curse them to Jews and Almighty Allah, Jews and prophets, Jews and divine scriptures, Jews and angels. Last one, Jews and you Muslim. What does the Quran Sharif say about that? 
Each one of us should know this, especially nowadays when you see the landscape in the world was happening and the politics was going on. Go and read chapter 5, verse 82. If you don't understand chapter and verse, go and read the last, last verse of the six Jews, the six Supara. And just before the seven Jews, the seven Supara, what Allah says? All that Allah says you will find now and in the future, your worst, worst enemies will be the Jutlas. Yahud, today you have simple apologetic Muslims who sell us out completely. They say, no, we got no problem with the Jews, we got problem with the Zionists. Quran does not accept that. Quran rejects that statement totally. We have problem with the Jews and we have problem with the Zionists. Quran is saying, remember that your worst enemies are the Jews. And your worst enemies, Walladina Ashraku, are the policiers, the idol worshippers, the Hindus. We never ever said any time on A or otherwise that every Jew is our enemy or every Hindu idol worshipper is our enemy. I quote so many Jews. I quote so many Hindus when they speak the truth and so forth. But we definitely will say majority Hindus and majority Jews are our enemy. And just today's politics, we have to look at the unholy alliance between Israel and India and both of them treat the Muslims as second, third, fourth class citizens. And even if they shoot and kill a Muslim person, there will be hardly any consequences or ramifications in that. that these people are second, third, fourth class. The Judah are saying that non-Jews are Goyam and Gentile and you kill them, there's no real consequences. And they in India, they are Nara and they are Slogan is there. You Muslim, Jau Jau Pakistan, Jau Jau Pakistan, and when you stay here, then you become Hindu. So that is openly their slogan. You pack up and you go to Pakistan and you stay here, we will send you to Pakistan and the graveyard. So you can see what is unfolding in the world today. Everything in Quran, if we understand, la there's absolutely no doubt. This is part one finish. Now we come to part two. What is Zionism? Zion is a mountain. You must remember that. And these are the people that they say that they believe that this is a political movement and it hijacked Judaism and so forth. Not every Jew is a Zionist and not every Zionist is a Jew. You get, you see, Bible is a Christian, but he says, I'm a Zionist. If you know South Africa's history, if you know our old airport, when we went overseas first time in 1974, what was the name? Jan Smuts was a Zionist. So, so many Afrikaners, politics, they were Zionists. So, what is the real meaning of Zionism and what is the history of Zionism? You need to understand these things. Then you will understand what is really unfolding today. So, in 1917, you must remember, they in Britain, in UK, Lord Balfour and them, they signed a letter and said, Yes, the Jews must get a homeland. The problem with that is that the homeland, they promised them and told them, was they in Argentina, South America, but the Jews rejected them. The problem is they told them, take one year in Uganda, Ethiopia, half of Africa, they rejected it. So which one they chose? They said, no, we want Palestine. And then this is the slogan of Zionism. 
and the standards after World War II. So this was the slogan of Zionism. They said that they, the Jews, are a people without a land. A people without a land. Because everybody kicked them out. Nobody in the Western world wanted them. Europe didn't want them. America didn't want them. Nobody wanted them. So they said they are the people without the land, and they see a land without the people. A land without the people is Palestine. So their very foundation is a fabrication, is a lie, and it is, you must remember, Hasbara. Hasbara is a Jewish term for propaganda. So we should understand this. The whole Israel basis is a fraudulent basis, remember this. But you know Western powers want always to divide and fragment the Muslims and the Arabs and so forth and so on. So fast forward, you must remember, come to 46, 47, so you have 1946, 1947, you have three gangs. Who are the three gangs? The Stern gang, the Haggadah gang, the Irgun gang, and they were walking around. When they came to Palestine, they came as squatters. They came as invaders, you must remember. The example I give on the radio is So you must remember that you have a small puppy, you feed him well, you teach him all. Suddenly he becomes a bulldog, he wants to eat you up also. You know in our children and students also, sometimes it happens like that also. So anyway, you must remember this, that what happens is that you have the Juklas, this Jewish entity, and massacres were committed already in 46 and 47. 14th May, you must remember what happened. That on 1948, Israel is recognized. And it's a state, you must remember. Who's the first country to recognize? America. Truman was the president of America. They asked him, no, the Arabs will be very upset. He said, listen, this is President Truman of America. He said, listen, in my constituency, there's only Jews there, and they give a lot of money and so forth. No Arabs are going to vote for me there, so I don't have to worry about these people. So from day one, the whole thing had to do with finances. The whole thing had to do with money, and that is what we are living in today. The Quran says, you must believe in the unseen. Ma'al-Asad is is the truth, and we have to speak the truth. Today we see around the world Muslim countries, Arab countries, Muslims themselves. Majority, you must remember, that we will only serve Islam when we can benefit ourselves, duly or unduly, remember this. We will use the name Islam to enrich ourselves. So that is a crime in itself, remember this. So therefore, they all believe in the Zionism, Yukminuna will gave, let us use Zionism, we will enrich ourselves and we will do nothing. They speak of Hitler and all that. Hitler was right on many issues. If you know why Hitler was so disgusted and why he detested them so much. There were so many Germans there and these people were controlling the banks and so forth. When the Germans were taking loans, they were charging them 50%, 100% interest, compounded interest. He said, you are now exploiting my own people, how can I allow that? They are the people who brought about in the Western world homosexuality. He said, listen me, whatever you think about it, that's your business. I'm telling you what is verified. So Hitler said, remember, we got Adam and Eve. We don't accept Adam and Steve business and Adam and Eve business and all that. That you like, the Jews 
life in the Shias, they like Bengal business. You know Bengal business. Harabis, they love, you must remember Bengal business, you must remember this. All the Harabis, they like, you must remember this. So they love all these things. So they introduce all those things at a great level, you must remember homosexuality. Then the arts and culture, films, entertainment was in their control. So they the one who promoted all this, you must remember, pornography and all that. Hitler said, now I have enough, I must sort you out properly. Other things you can agree, disagree. But the six million is all a fairy tale and a fabrication, you must remember that. Maximum is one million, one point three million. If you want to know what is six million, today our brothers, sisters, children of Palestine are living in the diaspora and I can think say, well, lie he get over six million in that. So that is what is six million, what you should know. So what is the facts? You must challenge them. In the morning, if you hear the program, you can say what the Jukta said. Every argument they bring, we can break it from their own sources with Allah's help. So we don't have to raise an emotional argument. You must raise an academic argument, understand this. So carry on with Zionism, that agenda number one, you must remember, is fulfilled 1948. So their first prime minister was David Ben Huron. What Ben Huron said, the old will die and the young will forget. Wrong Ben Huron. Wrong Ben Huron. The young never forget. The young never forget. Yahya Sidwar. Abdul Aziz Rantisi, I just give you two quick stories, anecdotes of them. Abdul Aziz Rantisi, when Hamas was formed in 19... I, I met Hamas, but Allah said, we're proud about it. We don't care for the Jutlas or anybody. So you must remember these things here. Sheikh Ahmed Yassin and Dr. Abdul Aziz Rantisi and them, you must remember this. So they established Hamas in 1987. So Dr. Abdul Aziz Lantisi was a five-year-old boy. He saw what the Jutlas did in 1956. They rounded up the Palestinians, put them against the wall. Execution style, they put a bullet through each one. He's a five-year-old boy witnessing. And that's playing on his mind. One day, I have to sort you out. You see, when you have a movement of occupation and terrorism, they are the super terrorists. Remember this, America and Israel. Make no qualms of that. We need to be very clear on this issue. So Abdul Aziz and PC and them, they are the resistance movement. So where is occupation? They must be resistance. It's a logical consequence, remember that. So anyway, that is how they radicalize them and so forth. Yahya Sinwar, he spent 22 years in the Israeli prison. He became a master, you must remember, of the Hebrew language and so forth. He learned all their tactics. He's running the whole underground there in Gaza and so forth. We'll come to that in the ending, inshallah. So now you must remember, now David ben Huron said, what good is Israel? Rakimatali Israel, Bidunil Quds, if you translate the Hebrew to Arabic. So we need a capital, and the capital is what? Is Jerusalem Al-Quds, Beitul Maqdis, Beitul Muqaddas, and the eternal undivided capital. Yeah, it's very sad. But if you want, listen tomorrow, 11.15 South African time, 12.15 Makkah time, inshallah from here from Marisburg. So inshallah I will be there at the rest of Masjid. I hope where my father Osman is so in this way. 
So inshallah, Mahmoud Khadim Osman I hope you guys got to offer so something near the masjid. So anyway, Abdul Aziz Majlis arranged something. So in that office there somewhere, I'll sit there, listen to the khutbah of Sheikh Usama Khayyat. He's delivering the khutbah tomorrow. And you must remember that. Then you will see and you will listen attentively. In Makku al-Haramul Makki, in Haramul Makki, no imam is allowed to use the word Yahud. So our Makkah Haram, our Medina Haram, our Masjid Al-Aqsa today, as the status quo is, you must remember the Jewish control. Do you understand all the ramifications? Imagine our three holiest places are wrapped by the Jews, what they say goes. And if they speak anything, Dalum to Basel 2010, at the Jalsa, the Sheikh, the Imam of Haram came, Sheikh Salih Ali Talib. Then Asali Ali Talib in the Jumma Khutbah said, he took the English word and Arabicized it, Ta'arib what we call it. He said, La Tazuru As-Sanamat. Don't frequent and don't visit the Sanamat. The Zalim and oppressors and apostates, that they burn Sanamat in Medina Munawwara. We are sinners, we are transgressors. Head to toe we committed sin. But we know how difficult it is. How can you ever think of building a cinema right in Medina Manubara? And not only building, they're building more and establishing more. What happens to the Mubarak blessed heart of the Master of Islam? I'm asking you. But nobody can say anything. When we said that, Sheikh Sali Ali Talib, Imam of the Haram, they put him away for 10 years imprisonment, we must remember that, until today he's in prison. That is your reality there. You need to speak the facts. Yes, to fight them of your Hajj visa, Umrah visa, that's your business. But that does not mean that we must economize and we don't speak the truth. We must speak the truth. How better it is, we have to speak. Speak the truth. MBS is not a Muslim. You yourself, you might lose your demand. We must be very, very clear on these issues. So let us come back to the topic. You must remember this. So they said that we want Jerusalem. Al-Quds. Last week Thursday. Today is Thursday night. Later to Jumu'ah. What happened last week, last week Thursday night? You see, this is very sad. That being honest, I pour my heart out to you. All your listeners. Muslim, non-Muslim, male, female, adult, and children. I just came now there. You understand? One youngster came to meet me. So I told him, Beta, you will become happy. He started firing back, you understand? You see, you went inside the Kaaba. So I said, next time me and you both will go inside the Kaaba. Oh, so, so see this gentleman, you understand? Hey, look, you see, look at this man, he went inside the Kaaba. Now he's up, you understand? So he came to make salam, I made salam, and I kept him, you see, I become happy. So he started firing his question. So anyway, tell you all, you must remember this. So in 1967, they took out Jerusalem, all that puts in everything. So today, me and you, you can't even enter Masjid al-Aqsa, and the Jewish police army is there, and if they say you can go inside, you can go inside. So yesterday, day for yesterday, it was Wednesday, yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday, a South African group, I think it was Tuesday, they contacted me from there, they wanted to know some Muslims. So I asked him, how many of you there? He said, 24. And we're fastening the haram now. I said, subhanAllah, that's the best thing. And they were going to look and they wear a blanket and all that over the haram because it's very cold, it's but winter there. So I explained to him all that. So I told him, how many serfs come there? How many rows are there in Aqsa currently? He said, two serfs. I said, Jumma, two, three serfs maximum. 
So five days and all. This is Jumma is hard to achieve. So see who they want, they will allow. They don't want, they tell you. So who's controlling? They choose. You must accept that. So that is now last week Thursday. If you've been to Aksar Mubarak, the whole compound, entire compound is 36 acres. Okay. In front, the whole area is Masjid Al-Aqsa. But the building, the structure, the Masjid Al-Kibli is in front, you must remember that. And at the back is Tukat Al-Sakhra, the Dome of the Rock. The Juttas call it Temple Mount, you must remember that. So when they call it Temple Mount, they say, last week Thursday they said this, that we're going to celebrate the Hanukkah there, and we want permanent control and authority over the Temple Mount. So you see. Today they speak of 7th October, 7th October. Did you even look at what had happened before 7th October? It was, you must remember, the 4th of October, the Wednesday. Hamas sent them a message to Israel and to Benguet, the super-terrorists and spot region, all about war criminals and terrorists. And told them, Haza will come to Ahmad. This is our red light. They took in on the 4th of October, and the Wednesday, 500 Mustawtinin and sectors entered there, okay? On the Thursday, 1,000 entered. And then Friday, they said, our people will be there, so 100,000, 200, whatever it is, so mashallah. Saturday morning, they opened up, mashallah. The greatest victory in the past 70 years, the Muslim Ummah got by virtue of Hamas. If you know all the victories given to the Muslim in the past 50-70 years, they dispatched more than 1,000 Juttas late to hell, and we have no empathy and no sympathy for them. We say, job well done, Yahya Sidwar. We say, job well done to Muhammad Zaid. We say, job well done to Ismail Hadiyya. We must be clear on all these issues. That, that is the only way you will liberate Masjid al-Aqsa and Palestine. So there's no need to apologize and be on the back foot and so forth. You put them in a concentration camp. You put them in an open prison for 16 years. You control the air, you control the sky, you control the land and the sand, you control the ocean, when they can fish, when they can swim. So what do you expect them to do? I'm asking you. So what you expect them to do is one settler, one bullet will settle the issue. So that is what you have to say. You must understand this thing. They said, now you have crossed the red line. Go on. So they said, no, we're still not sufficient. We're discussing Zionism. So this is Zionism. You take your hanky or you take a cross and remember you open it and see white flag, blue, white flag, blue line on top, blue line at the bottom, star at David at the bottom, in between. So what are the blue lines? It's not some decoration. It is a smack in the face of every Muslim. من الفراق إلى النيل from the Euphrates River to the River Nile and what is happening today it shoots them fine you must remember that in Furaq I've been to Iran so you'll see there the Shias there they run in the show and the founder of Shiaism is a Jew we don't quote our sources we quote your source Allama Nawbakti wrote in the Jalul Kashi you must remember that the Muassis and the founder of Shiaism was a Jew and his name, you must remember, Abdullah bin Sabah. So your sources are writing that. And on the other side, they got Sisi. Sisi's mother is a Jew. If you know anything of Judaism, if your mother is a Jew, then automatically you become a Jew. You must remember that. So she's a Jewess and this type of thing. 
So they should define, so that is Eretz Israel. Now what they want is the final peace. And they were sure, and Allah Ta'ala chose Hamas to destroy everything. They were on the verge of normalizing ties, Israel and Saudi Arabia. So therefore, United Nations, you must remember when Bibi Netanyahu, the war criminal went, and the butcher of Gaza, and he showed the plan. He said, this is the Israel, this is the new Middle East, the name of Palestine does not feature anywhere. Palestine is non-existent. We have sorted out already Egypt, Jordan, Morocco, Bahrain, and all these Arab countries. Now we got in our pocket, we just need Saudi Arabia, and then it's finished. So that is another reason why Hamas had to attempt to go and torpedo all these things there. So let's go on and see. So what happened is, they say we want Masjid al-Aqsa. What we did, I was in Newcastle, I remember it was a Saturday morning. After we told him that we had to go to town to buy, buy something. From that time, you know, a young boy, I love radio, I like to listen to news. So I just switched on the radio and they said a massacre took place. There, there you got A and C going, I think. All of them. All right. So you must remember, the baby some Jutla is about I told People ask us always, I said, why the radio go off? I said, no, Jutla put it off. You understand? Anything goes wrong, just break the jutta. They like it to be the victim, you must remember. So anyway, you must remember this. <laughs> the listeners don't worry, I'm still alive, the radio is still alive, or just drinking water is half time, now it's eight o'clock, you see. So anyway, the point I'm making here is this. That it was Saturday, 16th Ramadan, and 1994, Baruch Goldstein came to Masjid Khalil al-Rahman in Hebron. I read Salat day in 89, we read Salat day in 92, the whole Masjid is ours. 1994, 16th Ramadan, Saturday morning, the time, Baruch Goldstein comes with his gun and Uzi, and he shoots our brothers. The Masjid is packed to capacity. 29 became Shuhada and martyrs in the Masjid. The others succumbed to the injury, death toll 70 approximately. And they built a big mausoleum and a shrine for him. The Palestinians got hold of him and dispatched him to Jahannam. So we must remember all these things there. So what do we find? We find that they honor him and venerate him. So that is what they do. They say he's one of the greatest soldiers of Israel. And that is what he did. What the Israeli government did after this incident? They took our masjid brothers and they partitioned it. Front for you Muslims, Nabi Ibrahim salam, Nabi Ishaq Nabi Yaqub salam, and their honorable spouses. They say we did it there, no Arab country, no Muslim country objected. So we can pull the same stunt here in Majuri Laksa. You see that? So that is what Hamas said, Asha wa Kalla, it will never happen. It will never happen in So that is your dialogue. Go to the third one, but Hamas. What is Hamas? Hamas is an acronym. You must remember acronym meaning Harakatul Mukawamatul Islamiyah, the Islamic resistance movement. Established 1987, their founder, Sheikh Muhammad Yasin, Sheikh Ahmad Yasin, 
Shaykh Ahmed Yasin is a paraplegic from his neck downwards. You must remember, in 2004, Ariel Sharon, the butcher of Beirut, the war criminal, he assassinated him with the Apache helicopter in Gaza. He came out from the masjid and he martyred and murdered him. Remember what I'm telling you now, O esteemed listeners. Study this one verse of the Noble Quran and study this Hadith Sharif. One ayat, one hadith. Quran Sharif teaches us Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, verse 279. فَإِن لَمْ تَفْعَلُوا فَأَذَنُوا بِحَرْبٍ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ If you don't abstain from riba, shoot, riyash, interest, usury, then be prepared for a war against all Mithya Allah Azza wa Jalla and Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Chapter 2, verse 279. This wa'id, this warning, you don't find for any crime in the Quran except for interest, buying, selling, witnessing, being described, whatever. Study the entire corpus of hadith. Any kitab, you take it all and put it together, you will find one place only hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Call the Nabi Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, call Allah azza wa jalla, Allah jalla wa la says, hadith I could say, man aada li wa liya. When you hate my Allah, my special, special servants, I Allah, I announce a war against you. Ariel Sharon, the butcher, butcher of Beirut, and this guy Bibi, the butcher of Gaza, so remember that, they should, how they call Benjamin Bibi, they should call him Ali, Ali. So Ali thought nobody can touch him. And then at the time came, Allah put him in Sakarat for eight years. The best doctors, the big professors, and whoever else specialists, nobody could help him. If you know Afrikaans, then you will know. Hey, he has a friend. You must remember Suzuhant. He died at the door. That is what happened to him. And same thing happened to Kamal Atatur. If you know, he played with Islam. He played with the ulama. He mocked them, he assassinated them, he shaved their beards and so forth. When the time came for his death, the last one, two years, worms and insects were coming out from his body. And when he flecked and he died like a dog, the land and sand did not accept him. When you go to Istanbul, you'll just go here, there, and come back with Turkish delight. You must go ask them that where Kamal Atatürk is buried, he's buried in a marble box, which is dumped Lesson for all. Don't play with Islam. Don't play with the holy Allah. Allah ki la ki be The stick of all my Allah So that is what happened. So as he finished right, Martin Sheikh Ahmed Yassin. Second Amir and leader of Hamas, Dr. Abdul Aziz and Kisi, I told you his story. He also extrajudicial killing, they martyred and murdered him. Third, Ismail Hadiyah. They got a bounty on his head. They, they say even now he's in Qatar. They say we will enter Qatar and assassinate him. And if they're in Turkey, we will assassinate him. Openly in the Haritz and all the Jugurizim. That they say we will assassinate them. So they know what they are doing from outside. They're running the operations. Khalid Mishal is there with a full view of ulama and scholars and politicians. They are Khalid. Then how long will your struggle go on? How long will your struggle go on? He said, our struggle will go on right till the last child of Palestine who is living 
He's got the blood of jihad. He's got the blood of resistance, and he will fight for Aqsa till the last Palestinian child. That is how they grow our their children up. How we grow up. Let us be honest on these issues. If you're not honest, you're not going to solve the problem. Let me be honest about it. Our children, majority of them, spoil breaths. Just give cell phone. Try one more time, give them this, get it. You can't train your children like that. You have to make tarbiya. You have to nurture that. The hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, the greatest gift you can give your children and is what? The good morals, the good manners, the good character. Who got time to take? The father is playing golf, Allah alone knows what he's doing. And the mother is running at the mall, maybe beating cold, and Allah alone knows what. I don't say all, but we know many cases. So brothers, think seriously. 1992. 15, 16 of us, they invited us to Palestine. We still have the apartheid. And then, one, two days were left for us to come back to South Africa. So I was facing Aksa, a young boy, 8, 9, 10 years old, Mexican. I asked him, what's your name? He said, Kaaba. They give their children also the name of Mujahideen. If somebody here have to keep his son's name, Kaaba, the people will laugh. Because we are aware of this. So Papa, I told him that tomorrow, day after tomorrow, we're going back to Nubi Africa, South Africa, why you don't come with us? And we will enroll you in the school in the morning, afternoon, but this, I like the system we all went through. See, nine-year-old boy, the answer he gave. He brought tears to my eyes. He turned around and pointed to Aksa, he said, Sheh, you speaking of your Jinubi Africa and your South Africa, if I leave here, who will protect and defend Al-Aqsa? That is how they train their children. That is what they do to their children. Al-Aqsa, for you we will give our life, for you we will give our blood, and we will make every sacrifice. We will fail Al-Aqsa, you must never fail. Who is nation in the world with Allah Jalla Allah when we speak of Ambiyari Musa we say the selection and no election. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud says regarding the Sahaba and companions, in Allah Allah Jalla selected them for the companionship of the Master and to establish the deen of Islam, open Mishkat you will find. Allah chose these people in this day and this time. They are Abdalul Ummah. They are the best of the Ummah. Therefore, we are dead against all this business. We want to bring children here. They, nobody is going to leave Islam. Nobody must leave Palestine. They are the Murabitin, they are the protectors, and when they stay there and they make the jihad, the children say, I showed my own eyes this, then they stand there, five, four, three, two, and the police come out, then they stop firing the stones. But if you ask this Allah of our Sharqat wa Harba, any part of the world, 90% don't even know what we're talking about, Taylor. 
Say we have to go to Medina, we must be here. When all of you going for Umrah in Medina, go in the morning after your Nashda, you know, go take the Rasta, go, go to Faber, it's 150 kilos before Zohar, you will be back. So, and see the forts and all that. Habibuna, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in Muharram 30, Muharram 70, and after Hijrah, he gave the flag and the banner to Sayyidina Ali, radiallahu anhu. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala has laqab and titled the Fatiha page. And the Ummah today doesn't know it. This is the Hazrat Shaykh Majid. And when you go to Makkah Mukarrama, then take your Ihraq with you, you finish your first Umrah, go to Ta'i, and then go visit Ta'i, go visit Abdullah ibn Abbas Mazar in grave and read Salat there, and go see where Ghazwa and Ta'i took place. One day I asked his son, what do you saw in Ta'i? You see, I saw two things. I said, what do you saw? You say, I saw the Sheraton Hotel and I saw a lot of monkeys. It's true, there's a lot of monkeys. I don't tell him, you know, I think you also should rather join them. I don't know, it's true. I said, you didn't go to Abdullah the Abbas Masjid. He doesn't know what I'm talking about. Let's go for one chapter and come back. We must know what we are doing. We can't just be carrying on, you understand, like this, the business as usual. So understand, make everything worthwhile in your life. So carry on, you must remember, we speak of Hamas. So Hamas, you must remember, so they're outside. And this is what they taught their children and so forth. So imagine what just passed, and enthusiasm they got. Let's bring you now to Gaza. What is Gaza? If I ask you, what is the meaning of Gaza? 99% don't know that. You see, you are a doctor, here. this Dr. Umar is, you go ask him. When we get hurt, we get injured, so what we do, we go to the doctor, they put that ghost bandage. What you put over? You also put ghost bandage. Uh, this is right. So then I thought maybe it's also some, did you get it, you got or something. You know, nowadays doctors shoot us a lot of things. Vaccine and rooster and booster and a lot of funny, funny things. Leave all that. So anyway, you must remember this. So you go to Gaza and you look at what you touch me Why is Gaza called Gaza? So our mothers and our sisters and our daughters, they were masters of nothing, sewing, crocheting, all that. So Gaza. You must remember the ghost bandage. The name itself is taken from the Arabic term, Gaza. And that is how ghost bandage came into existence and so forth. So Gaza, what is Gaza? Al-Imam al-Shafi'i was born in Gaza. In the year 150 he was born. He lived there for two years with his beloved parents, Muhammad bin Idris. His father Idris passes away, the family have a mashura and so forth. After the mother's death and what have you, so then the whole family migrated and went to Makkah Mukarrama. He used to drink some of the water, abundantly remember that. He used to make three du'as. Allah wa zukni ilman wafira. Ya Allah, that is profound and abundant knowledge. Ya Allah, make me a rami. When I shoot that arrow, then it must hit the target, he says himself. Nine times out of ten, I have to hit the target and bullseye. And third dua, Ya Allah, grant me Jannat al-Firdaus al-A'la. Two duas, he saw the third one. Al-Imam al-Shafi, he comes to Makkah, listen you South Africans, you know your history of apartheid and so forth. So his first teacher is who? Muslim bin Khalid al-Zanji, the African teacher. The African teacher taught him at the age of seven. Tomorrow you got his Quran there or something there in the rest of Masjid, I think. Is true, Maulana? 
Yeah. So inshallah we will discuss something. So inshallah. So you must remember this at the age of seven is Hafiz of Quran Sharif. At the age of ten, he bahathed the whole of Imam Malik. He still never studied by Imam Malik. That he did afterwards. But he bahathed the whole of Imam Malik at the age of ten. At the age of thirteen, Wakana Yudarnisu Sul Halamil Bakti. At the age of thirteen, he was teaching, he was a Mudarnis, a teacher at the age of at the age of thirteen, there in the Haram Sharif in Makkah. And uh, Muslim bin Khalid Zamji, the African teacher, used to tell him that oh you Shafi'i, Muhammad bin Idris, you are an Akbari, you are a genius. And at the age of 15 he said, go, I give you permission, you can start issuing fatawa and learning. What an honorable person. When he entered, he was born there, Gaza 150, came to Makkah, went to Medina, entered Baghdad in the year 195, and he celebrated student Jizhul, Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal, Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal was asked, tell us about your teacher, a Shafi'i. He said, a Shafi'i, how the sun comes and it glitters and shines, and everybody takes benefit. Imam Shafi came here, he opened our hearts up and he gave us the knowledge and he brought the whole sun to us, the whole knowledge of Islam. Imam Ahmad bin Hamad says, for 30 years, O Ulama, our students, for 30 years, I, I would not sleep until first I made dua from my beloved teacher, Al-Imam Muhammad bin Idris al-Shafi. We can't even make dua from our parents. They say, now the history, now let's get them on the geography, you understand? What was funny? See, brother, this is life. So Imam Shafi's contribution, an indelible contribution. Who else is buried in Gaza? Gaza, remember, today is the land of fragrance. When you bury the Palestinians, they have trenches. You see, after they are shahadat, there is no janaza salat. You must remember that, according to Shafi's, Maliki's, Hanbalis. Allah has forgiven them once the first drop of blood that finished. Allah says, Makhur Allahum. That is the verdict of the Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanbalis. No Ghusl and no Janazah Salah. Hanafi say, no Ghusl, but you read Salat al Janazah. But majority scholars say, no. Therefore, they have trenches there, you must remember. They just wrap them up and get white coffin and so forth, and they bury them there, they'll kiss them. And say, You have fulfilled your mission, O oh my son. You have fulfilled your mission, O oh my God. That is what Hazrat life is all about. You must remember this. So go to Hazrat, don't allow us now, but one day have the Tamanna and see what happened in Hazrat on the first of Ramadan, the 20th year of the Hijrah. Then Abad bin Ash and then came. You must remember they conquered Kustak, they conquered Egypt. How did they come there? They came via Ghazza. Ghazza is the place of Ghazawat, where you do your training, where you do your internship, and you become the true Mujahid and so forth. Hamas brought an honor to this Ummah. They brought Palestine, which was totally marginalized, back to the world stage, media, right in front. Statistics you want, you must remember the Jutnas, the, the war criminals, you must remember this, the 
genocide, ethnic cleansing, crime against humanity, war crimes, everything they give the of. More than 20,000 Palestinian men, women, children, martyred, murdered, you must remember by the Israeli defense force, Israeli diaper force, Israeli diarrhea force. On the radio I say, they put me one way front and back and they got so many underpants on, you must remember that, that, they just hear. You know Arabs, they can't pronounce the P. They can't say Pakistan, they say Pakistan. The Jutlans, they can't say Ha, they can't say Hamas. They say Hamas, Hamas, but I tell them in Africa, they got a Jutlans for 20 years they recorded my program. So even now they recorded it. Hey, Jutlans, you recorded it, send it to Israel. So you must remember this, so I tell them Hamas is the Mahamors of you. Understand? Uh, you guys don't understand Afrikaans, what was I doing? So you must remember then Hamas will mess you up. So what is the whole idea? America, let Richie reach the Indian, they got there soon enough. He's also going to pick him out. Anyway, France and Holland, what is the idea? If you've been to Egypt, there's the Swiss Canal. So they want to burn the Canal to get you wrong. I told you, the first Prime Minister of Israel, 1948, he said the old will die and the young will forget. You see what happened now. So they want to build an alternate canal, and from Egypt they will divert it, go through Gaza. From Gaza the oil is there, the gas is there, the gold is there. Same thing in Afghanistan. Afghanistan is one of the richest countries in the world as far as minerals go. They found gold there, they found oil there, they got lithium there. Lithium is used in every cell phone and every computer. For what Hitler came thrice to Afghanistan, and every time they were defeated. For what Russia came three times, they came once, and they stayed there ten years and were defeated. For what 48 countries had to come and pack up and run away. Taliban taught Hamas a lot of lessons, understand this here. And that's why we are proud of Taliban, and we are proud of Hamas as well. So carry on, so now they already cutting deals. We're going to sell the oil here. Wherever there's oil, there's turmoil. Wherever there's gas, things end up in a mess. You must remember that. And gold, you know how it is. So you must remember that. That's what. How can these Palestinians have the gold and have the oil and have the gas and so forth? So they got to cut the deal with Egypt, but at least Egypt is still not falling for that. They say with 1 million, 2 million, 2.3 million, we must expel them, and then they must go stay there in the Sinai Desert and so forth. But nobody is falling for that. Husband say, we love yet you ask any Jew, any Jew you ask. Hold on, Israel, bring us. Your father, your grandfather, your great-grandfather's name, your lineage. 99% of them, they are connected to you, the Eskenazi Jews, Jews, the Sephardists of the Jews, and this Jew, and this Jew, and all. You go to the Palestinians, and they will show you father, grandfather, 10 generations, 9 generations, 8 generations, all in Palestine. So who's homeland? Who's country? You might just go to the facts and speak about that. So Britain and them took this land. They said God gave it to them. No, Britain gave it to them, stealing it from Palestine and giving it to them. So we must be clear. Gaza brought honor to this Ummah here. I give you 
statistics from United Nations. United Nations say 70% of the people killed and dead in Gaza were children, were babies and women. 70%. 50% or more already starving in Gaza. You know, no water, no meditation, no electricity, and no fuel, and no diesel, nothing. And till now, I'm so glad that aid only is trickling in, and so forth, and so forth. So my brothers, they are giving everything, and the honor Allah has given them, they change the perception of the world. Public opinion is 80% with Palestine. You know Starbucks? Not Muslims also now. Muslims, we must. This is our weapon. We got the numbers. Like Mufaka. We tell you, leave all your McDonald's. Leave all your KFC. Leave all your Starbucks and so forth. And tomorrow is what? 15 December. 15 December in Morocco. Starbucks is packing up and going. They don't want to clientele. H&M is packing up and they're leaving. These are people, I've been to Morocco, it's like a free country, anything. But when it came to work on the side, and they saw the babies being slaughtered and murdered and bombed to pieces, that Iman Hayrat came back to them. Rochindari, the staff of Iman was still there. They said, now Jutlas, we will sort you out. So this is my message to all of you, five messages in this conclusion. Number one, read, read, don't feel die. You got this December holidays, my youth. Don't waste time here and there, whole day emails to the females and all that, you understand? Read, read, read. Last week I was in Cape Town. The week before that I was in Newcastle. They told me, teach the students something about Riyadh Sarhi. I told them, I teach you one thing. Allama Nawawi, rahimahullah, was a person who only lived for 45 years. He used to eat meals, one meal a day. He never ever got married. At the age of seven, while he's in formative years, he's growing up, he tells his father, mother, see the mood, see the radiance, if I was him, we see nothing. They went to the Masha'i and there, in Damascus, Damascus and so forth. And they said, this is what he saw, our son. It was 27 night of Ramadan. Allah selected him, Allah Manawi Rahimullah. He already saw Laylatul Qadr when he was seven years old. See how Allah selects whoever he wants. So my brothers, read, 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 and so forth. And if you want a reference of this, go get the Abu Salihim, the one edited by Wabustan Sheikh Muhammad Sabuti. When they told me I must teach Dayu Kassan, I told them I'll come and I'll bring my own copy. I want to show them just in the copy Sheikh Sabuni wrote. Our beloved teacher, he passed away in Turkey. So anyway, you must remember that. So read, read. Use this holiday time, leisure time, and the pleasure of Allah. One. Two, raise our hands. In the darkness of the night, tonight before you sleep, Allah gives tawfiq, you wake up two o'clock, three o'clock. The Judas and that Muslim wake up three o'clock, four o'clock, from a program. The Muslim can't wake up a fajr. How do you justify that? So I asked them, they tell me, hey, we hate you. Today they told me, we hate you and your family also. I said, I love it when you say that. Uh, as long as you keep on listening to the program. Uh, you hate me very good. So this time, so two, dua, cry to me. Three is holiday. Those of you, you got all of you, I think, you married, but for majority, I should say, you went for Umrah, you went for Hajj, you went to Haram. When are you going to go to Aqsa? Why are you going to Aqsa? 
outside, I, I want to go. If they tell me today they left the van on me, I'll be there tomorrow. I've been five times with Allah, sir. So you must remember this. I don't travel anywhere. But for outside, they left the van on me. Because I know they won't allow me now. They, they got me parked take everywhere. So you must remember this, that they would never allow me there. So you must go with your children and inshallah show them what is Ghazla. Or you can't go Ghazla, show them Aqsa, show them the Yatama and so forth. Allah gives tawfiq, then remember inshallah that you go and fasten the haram there also. Umm Salama, the honorable wife of Master Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, she said, Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Man ahalla bi hajjatin aw umratin min al-majri aqsa, you fasten your haram 2002, we did it with Allah's help. So you must remember this, so for umrah or hajj, now it's umrah, and then your pastor, Zhukira lahu ma'atu qaddafa min zambi wa ma'atu akhrat the future says, wa wajibat lahu jannah, you go to jannah inshallah, rawa in Ibn Majah is mentioned from the Salama Darabi and the reporter of this hadith, she herself went from Medina to Aqsa and she made the haram there and then she performed the haram. So we got 2-3 minutes, we got thousands of listeners listening, so let us make dua now together. It's Laylatul Mubarakah, Laylatul Jumu'ah in South Africa is first of Jumu'ah al-Akhirah. Most parts, 90% of the world is the second, whatever it is. So, let us, inshallah, we got two minutes, three minutes before Adar. We all make dua together, inshallah, to Palestine, in Aqsa, and our own country, inshallah. We thank Imam Sahib, and we thank all of you, mashallah, the trustees and everybody else. And inshallah, tomorrow, Jumu'ah, we'll be at Rishtab. Adar day is 12 10. After inshallah, and immediately after that, so Radio Amsar will take it live, Barqa Sahaba will take it live, inshallah, Aziz. And after Asr, we'll be there at Masjid Salihin. No radio will take it live. Where do they have this? They have to start to be ready to lift the rock tomorrow, inshallah. So quickly, we've got two minutes left, inshallah. So dua. So the nikah will take place. Our brother Salim, you do, inshallah. His nikah I performed 15 December, you understand, in 1996. Now, 57 years later, his daughter's nikah. In the zaman, that is the dada ala hayati. Zaman, I came back, you know, same day, 15 December. So Allah Ta'ala keep them happy. Allah Ta'ala bless all our children who are getting married, mashallah. Shall we go two minutes, let me go out, الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء المرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إزل الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر المجاهدين في كل مكان اللهم احفظ بلاد الحرمين الشريفين من كل سوء ومكروه اللهم اطهر المجد الأقصاد اليهود الغاصبين المحتلين الملؤونين الأفضل 
المسواكين والكذابين يا رب العالمين اللهم أرنا عجائب قدرتك فإنهم لا يجزونك اللهم أحصهم أددا واقتلهم بددا ولا تبت منهم أحدا اللهم صلف عليهم قلبا من كلامك يا رب العالمين اللهم عليك باليهود الظالمين المحتلين الغاصرين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم منزل الكتاب ومجري السحاب وحازم الأحزاب اهزمهم اهزم اليهود اللهم انصر حماس اللهم انصر المجاهدين اللهم انصرهم على المستوطنين في دفة الغربة يا في دفة الغربية يا رب العالمين يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث اللهم في مرضانا مرض المسلمين اللهم تقبل شهداءهم اللهم عافي جرعاهم اللهم في مرضاهم يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث اللهم في مرضانا مرض المسلمين ورحم موتانا موت المسلمين قال الله تعالى في شأن حبيبي إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلينا مناسكنا وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم رب جعلني مقيم الصلاة ومن ذريتي ربنا وتقبل دعاء ربنا فلي ولوالدي وللمؤمنين يوم يقوم الحساب سبحان ربك رب العزة ما يشفون وسلام المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين آمين 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 Inshallah, tonight sometime that our brothers will send me the podcast of this program to those of you on the group, the telegram and all that. So we will send it out later tonight, inshallah, the podcast of this program, inshallah, Aziz. So make special dua, brothers, at least raise your hand, give out charity, and inshallah.